You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's take you across the NFL with a good friend of the program, Mike Jones from USA Today. Mike, thanks for taking the time. You saw a lot of Kirk Cousins when you work for the Washington Post. He's going to get a ton of money from a team like the Jets or Browns, but is he really worth $30 million a year? And I know worth is a loaded term. Yeah, it's a loaded term just because of the quarterback position. You know, we see the price tag on these guys where a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo, who's played seven games, uh, got $27 million. So Kirk's going to get somewhere between 28 and $30 million. Will it exceed that? We'll see. It depends on how many teams want him and how badly. If there's a bidding war, then yes. But say, you know, we saw Jacksonville take care of their quarterback position. Say uh, Minnesota gets theirs taken care of and you have fewer teams to bid, then it'll still probably be in that 28 to 30 range. Uh, but if, you know, there's a lot of teams and they really are competing, then maybe we'll go above, above 30. When you think about that Jacksonville Jaguars team that actually ended up taking care of their QB, I mean, he took them to help be a part of taking them to an AFC championship game. Some are questioning why give him that money uh, because of the bigger picture of what he's done so far up until this point. Do you think it's more confidence or is it more of a business move that they made to grab uh, Blake Bortles for the price? Well, I think it was a business move. If you look at it, what they did, yeah, he's got – uh, some things to still work on. He's got to grow and develop some more. Uh, but they saved themselves some cap money by by the new structure of this extension. And also, the guaranteed money of this deal is $26 million. Uh That's not a lot when you consider how much these other guys are getting. So they got a guy that they said, okay, let's give him another year in this system with this coach to see if he can grow and improve. And if he doesn't, they're still not on the hook for an, a, a huge amount of money, and they can go out and, and get somebody else. But because they were able to spread, you know, lower that cap figure and save some money, they can use that money, and they better use that money to give him some more weapons to work with, uh, improve his offensive line in front of him, uh, and, and we'll see how it all plays out for them. But they had a chance to upgrade, but they just felt like the free agent market was going to be a little bit too rich for their taste, and they wanted to give uh, Bortles some more time. Got with Mike Jones of USA Today. Mike, how do you see the Vikings quarterback situation playing out amid reports? They will not be using the franchise tag on Case Keenum. Could they be in the market for Kirk Cousins? Uh, it's very possible that they could. Um, that was a, a question going into this offseason. Yes, Case Keenum did a great job. 11-3 and as a starter, took him to the NFC Championship game. But nobody really knows how they saw him long-term, if they felt like they could upgrade at that position, um, you know, did they want to franchise tag him? That's committing a fair bit of money uh, to him. And maybe they feel like they can continue to negotiate and see if they can get something done. And if not, uh, maybe it's because they do want to go after Kirk Cousins. It seems like that'd be a spot where he would have a desire to go to. He's continually said he wants to go somewhere where he can win uh, consistently, not just, you know, be right there on the edge. He really wants to compete and contend. That team's got a great defense. They've got a, a strong running game. They've got talent around at the skill positions. And so we'll see uh, how that uh, plays out here for them. But I do expect that if if they are coming knocking for Kirk Cousins, that's somewhere he'll really strongly consider. When you mentioned that he wants to win continuously, um, that also may involve money because if you look at some of these teams that may be able to pay him handsomely, uh, the Cleveland Browns, if they chose to make a move uh, to grab him, you think that could be a big deal? And I, I like the Arizona Cardinals. Um, I know they say they love him in Miami. Uh, when it comes to Ryan Tannehill, they like him there. 
but also you have Buffalo out there. Do you see those being one of the two teams, Arizona and Buffalo, where we can possibly see a Kirk Cousins? Yeah, I think Arizona and Buffalo would have a stronger chance than uh, Cleveland would. Uh, from everything I can gather, they want to draft a quarterback and draft them high, and they don't want to spend that kind of money um, on a quarterback. And, you know, Kirk Cousins, that's not somewhere that's going to be really attractive to him when you look at all the deficiencies that they have. Uh, he's been in a situation like that where the cupboard's kind of bare and they're trying to add pieces um, to the mix. And so I think that he's looking at teams, like you said, Buffalo's a team that made it to the playoffs there. Um, a quarterback, improved quarterback position would be able to help them go further. Arizona, we don't know. That's They're kind of starting over with a new head coach, but they've got some pieces there. Obviously throwing to Larry Fitzgerald, uh, it would be uh, something else that would be another spot that seems like he would uh, consider, in addition to uh, maybe Denver as well. Mike Jones, USA Today, is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Mike, Marcus Peters, only 25. All pro at his position, important one, cornerback. Are you surprised the Chiefs, according to reports, could even get a first-round pick for him in the deal that won't be finalized until the start of the new league year with the L.A. Rams? Well, you know, from I was asking around at this, and some people say that the rep about him is that he's difficult to coach. Um, and, you know, you don't know if that had something to do with it. Uh, but it's a great deal for the Rams. They get a, a very talented guy, uh, didn't have to give up, uh, like you said, a first-round pick. The Chiefs, this is a guy that I know that there are a number of guys on that team that are upset to see him go because they, they felt like he's a difference maker and they don't want to take steps backwards. Uh, but uh, the Chiefs management... Andy Reid and them decided that, hey, let's move on from him. And, uh, you know, they get some picks, and they just got Kendall Fuller, uh, another cornerback in the trade for Alex Smith. And so it looks like they're kind of retooling in that secondary. Meanwhile, the Rams, who really uh, took everybody by surprise last year, get even stronger and look like they're set to continue to contend. Mike, when you see this this draft and also free agency, it's really about the quarterbacks for some reason this year. Whether it's, as yeah. I mentioned, the draft, free agency, you got Kirk Cousins, you may have a Tyrod Taylor, you never know what's going to what's going to happen there. You got A.J. McCarron who's lingering around and can slip on someone's football team, but you have these kids in the draft. What's going to determine you know, how things can shape up when it comes down to the draft? Is it that these guys signed before or them having to wait afterwards? Well, I think it's going to be about fit. Um, and then also how close the team is to winning. Um, if they feel like, okay, we know long-term we're going to need a quarterback, uh, but maybe we'll get we'll sign a bridge guy. Uh, I know that there's been some speculation that maybe Denver would go out and sign somebody like Keenum and still draft a rookie high. Uh, so that way that kid can sit behind him for a year or two and then step in and be ready to go. So it's really going to be interesting um, because, yes, there's, it, it sounds like there'll be five guys that could go in the first round. There's going to be another collection of guys going second and third round at that quarterback position. But, again, there's a lot of guys on the free agent market. Um, you know, obviously, Kirk Cousins is a guy that we talk a lot about. Tyrod Taylor, like you mentioned, um, A.J. McCarron, uh, Drew Brees, although it sounds like he's, he and the Saints want to get something done there. There's a lot of guys there. There's not, you know, star lock you know, stone-cold lock franchise uh, quarterbacks, but definitely guys that can play well for you. So it's really going to be interesting to see how it all shakes out with that and this quarterback deep draft. Chatting with Mike Jones of USA Today. Mike, last one for me. How do you think things are going to play out between the Cowboys and Des Bryant? Des went on the radio the other day in Dallas, said he's not heard anything about taking a pay cut, but you know all the reports suggesting he might have to to stay with America's team. 
Yeah, you know, we'll see. Definitely is a in the next, you know, next week is when agents and team officials start huddling up. They talk at the combine, um, you know, after hours and as they they get down to the wire right before the start of free agency, you're going to see guys start getting their contracts redone or guys getting released and things like that. We'll find out with Des. Um, it, it seems like that's where it's headed as far as uh, restructuring. Just because he hasn't heard anything now doesn't mean that it won't uh, be something that it gets, uh, gets done before the start of the league year. Mike, great information as always. Thanks so much for joining us again today here on NFL No Huddle. All right, thanks for having me. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.